Greetings to you all and welcome to MACT, the podcast. I'm your host, Marlies McKenzie, and we are back with another book review. While this is part two of the previous book review, and firstly, before we get into it, um, I just want to say thank you so much for watching my content. Um, the audience that I thought I lost, you all are coming back, you all are still here. So I am very thankful. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I'm probably not going to sip on this because it's very hot and I usually wait like probably like 20 minutes before I drink my hot stuff even though I like them. So I really just want to like continue from where I last left this or the part I was supposed to continue from. You know what? I'm going to be using my hands a lot and I thought that like let me just hold this because that means I'm not going to be busy with my hands much. But we, we know it's not going to work. So I just want to pick up where we last left off and we were on page 68 where it said Protect your woman in a civilization that emasculates the male and abuses the female and in which moreover the male is forced to depend on the female's breadwinning power. Protect your woman in the teeth of the white man's boast. What I wanted to talk about is this um, part where they talk about civilization that emasculates the male and abuses the female and in which moreover the male is forced to depend on the female's breadwinning power. And it really just got me thinking about what sells. Sex sells. We all know that sex sells. When you um, put on your TV um, and ads come on, they are female, usually sexually appeal or women with sex appeal. Um, when you log on to Instagram, you get um, bikini pictures or you get like nude pictures or whatever the case may be. And sometimes you get that like there's an advert that's advertising or promoting lipstick or lip stuff, any lip stuff really. But for some reason, there also has to be some kind of sex appeal. Why are you showing us bums? So this just like got me thinking about how most of our fathers then were, or men then, were stripped of their masculinity, their manhood in the sense that like they were not able to provide. And this person had to swallow their pride. And please know that, like, while I'm saying this, I'm not even, like, trying to make the men victims here or anything like that. But I'm just trying to, like, bring forth another perspective that you may or may not have thought of before. But, um, so now you have this man here who firstly is not able to provide for his family because he is a Negro, because he has no opportunities, because for whatever reason there is really um now you get that on top of his masculinity being stripped away from him and him having no and he having no value as a person in that context this of remember that like if you watched part one of this you would get what i'm talking about right now so now you get this one person who now is shameful and uh, now he has to swallow his pride which is also taking another element away from his masculinity and now the woman has to assume the provision role 
the woman has to assume this role of security in the household she has to become the person who puts the bread on the table so now how does she do this she has sex appeal she's a woman she can sell herself and this man has to now realize that okay we have children in the house and they need to be fed you need to be fed and i cannot provide for you but right now you have bread winning power and i just thought of it like in terms of sexual stuff because that's often the case as far as women are concerned it's more so about beauty it's more so about how your body looks it's more so about what the man can get out of the equation or the transaction right and that normally is sex so now you get this one lady who will leave her house just so that she's able to put bread on the table and not only now is she shaming herself she's also shaming her husband who is shaming their family name so now it just becomes a whole cycle of disgrace and shame and all of that because now this man has swallowed his pride and as a result he has kind of forced his wife into sin or led his wife into sin because of the context and situation he was in and i think like it's really just wild because that is where the whole emasculation part of this comes into play and i think it's also important to realize that like this is a very watered down generalization of this because there's a lot more that goes on into this but what i really wanted us to like look at is just a man having to swallow his pride after his masculinity has taken away has been taken away and remember that like the, for the fact that his masculinity has been taken away, there already is shame. So whatever sense of pride he is left with is now also taken away from him. And I think that that's just really sad because it also reminds us of how, of course, like the history that we've gotten is a bit weird. But I think that one thing that America and South Africa, one of the many things really that South Africa and the United States have is that our people were taken away from their farms, um, sold their land or got their land taken away, whatever the case may be, and they had to work in the cities. So now that can be compared to the whole Jim Crow thing where um a lot of men in the u.s had to like leave their families and that is where it all really starts if you ask me um how we have dysfunctional homes how um we have like then that also creates the gap for feminism right that women now enter the workforce because now they've been providers um there's no man in the household she has to assume this responsibility that's why i think that like it is important that we look at duality that duality and intersectionality really that a lot of these things cannot exist without something causing them what is it a catalyst yeah they can't exist without some kind of catalyst because one thing informs the other which is why that when we look at functional structuralism it is actually so important that you realize that we need we can compare it to the economy 
if the workforce, if someone in the workforce is, or even better yet, an example could be COVID-19. COVID-19 um, became a thing. After that, people left their jobs. After people having le- people fell ill, because they fell ill, they had to leave their jobs or the other way around, right? And because they had to leave their jobs, that means less income for the household. What happens after now that there's no money in the house? Also, the economy is going down because no one is able to work. People are getting poorer. And now we find ourselves in a position where we're at, where we're all really just struggling with inflation. And we're just trying to come out of this recession i suppose apparently there's still a recession coming but apparently we're still in a recession as all type of thing but like the point here is there's a lot that goes into masculinity femininity that goes into the economy that goes into the function of firstly being a human and having to assume your gendered role i suppose so this just kind of like this that what i just said now is what i derived from this one piece and we will be continuing with this i just don't necessarily want this to be a very long video and so to conclude this um book review i suppose or rather this part of the book review really because there's always been like there's been so many gems in this one book and i mean like what did you expect it's james baldwin so to conclude this um episode i just want to read on page 73 and also kind of like speak on it as always because that's the whole point of these book reviews is that um he says that whoever bases others whoever debases others is debasing himself which honestly just goes to that whole it takes one to notice another if you think people are inferior you think yourself to be inferior if you think like it just i know that also that saying on its own is not always necessarily true it's one of those like overly simplified and generalized truths that we just really assume to be true and we just go off on that but i think that this was in this part of the book it was more like on in a spiritual context really where um the whole chat was just genuinely that if you genuinely see me as a person of no value perhaps it says more about you than about me and i think that what we can take away from this is because we're always talking about giving ourselves grace and being kind to ourselves i think in a sense it would be encouraging us to continue with that kindness and that grace and also not just keep it to ourselves but extend it to everyone else just like the golden rule do unto others as you would like them to do unto you um just like love your neighbor the way you love yourself and i know that sometimes it's hard to love another person more than we love ourselves or rather love another person just as we love ourselves but it's not impossible i think that whatever is written in scripture as well is not written because it's impossible i think it's written because yes the standard may be high 
Yes, the standard may be high. Yes, it might be a bit too hard to reach. Yes, it might be challenging, but it's not impossible. It takes intention. And even though you may have intention, that does not mean, and even though you may have intention and you may fall short, that does not mean that grace has been taken away from you. It's just a way to show you why you may even need God more. You get that? So anyway, that was very interesting. And like I said, I do not want this to be a very long podcast episode. Um, judging from what we are left with, right now i think we may have time for one more podcast in the future or perhaps two but depending on how long this is we are still on this book review and i am happy to see that the responses that i've gotten thus far on instagram and on whatsapp are kind of like oh yeah that is actually quite interesting and i think this really also just ties in with um the sociology module that i have and i think it's really cool and i'm enjoying these things man like thank you so much also for just watching and i hope that wherever you are you continue to shine your light you continue to be the salt of the earth and you just like put a smile on at least one person's face and even though i know that it's impossible to not be a villain in someone's story I just want you to continue trying to do good. I'm sending you love and I'm sending you life. It has been a pleasure. I'm your host, Marlies McKenzie, and this is me signing out.